Do you know the name of the first and only woman ever drafted by the NBA? Unlike many sports, we actually know very precisely when and where basketball was created. The man who created the game was James Naismith, a physical educator. And basketball was first played in 1891 in a Christian college in Springfield, Massachusetts. Apparently, the students were not very disciplined and the weather was too cold to have them do physical activities outside. So Naismith was given 14 days to create an, quote, athletic destruction. And so he came up with basketball. The most famous league is the National Basketball Association or NBA. It was created in 1949 and consists of two conferences, Eastern and Western. You've probably heard of the Chicago Bulls, the Lakers, or the Golden State Warriors, but have you ever heard of the Indiana Fever or Phoenix Mercury? If you said no, that's probably because early on, some people believed that the competitive nature of basketball made it inappropriate for women to play. Nevertheless, women started playing shortly after basketball was invented. I mean, women are way too curious to just let men play and watch. So, Senda Berenson pioneered the women's version of the sport at the Smith College in 1892, modifying the rules so as to reduce the need for endurance. At the time, it was believed that basketball was too rough for women and they could arm their reproductive health, emotional health, and become unfeminine. Um, by playing basketball, which led to the creation of different rules for women. As a side note, this worry about women's health, especially women's reproductive health, has been used in many sports throughout the years without any real scientific evidence. And I personally uh, see these claims as a way for men to control women, which is unfortunate because today there is still a lot of stigma around women partaking in certain sports because of that. So as I was saying, the rules for women were different and they kept changing throughout the years. The first national women's championship was sponsored by the AAU, uh, Amateur Athletic Union, in 1926. Then, women's basketball made its first appearance in the Olympics in 1976. Two years later, the first women's professional league, the WBL, was created. And by the way, th this was 80 years after the first men's league was created. But ultimately, the WBL folded three years later um, due to lack of money, media coverage, and steady fan support. And a few years later, in 1997, 
the Women's National Basketball Association, or WNBA, began to play. The WNBA is composed of two conferences, Eastern and Western, with six teams each. So that means that the WNBA has way less teams than the NBA, with 30 teams in total. That being said, the WNBA is planning on an expansion, adding maybe two more teams before 2025. So I asked at the beginning of the episode if you knew the name of the first and only woman who was drafted by the NBA. And if you said Lucia Aris, you were right. The African-American is considered to be one of the pioneers of women's basketball. Not only did she win three times the national championships at a college level in the 70s, but she was part of the USA team who won the silver medal during the first women's basketball game in the Olympics in 1976. Another important figure of American basketball is Cynthia Cooper, who has won championships in college, in the Olympics, and in the WNBA. She's considered by many as one of the greatest basketball players ever. She played for the Houston Comets from 1997 to 2000. Being named the most valuable player of the WNBA Finals in all four seasons. And she still holds the record for the most Finals MVPs. Nowadays, Diana Taurasi is probably one of the most famous players. She's part of the Phoenix Mercury and is considered to be one of the greatest women basketball players of all time. Taurasi has won the WNBA Rookie of the Year award in 2004, three WNBA championships, a historic five Olympic gold medals, one WMVP award, two W Finals MVP awards, five scoring titles, and three FIBA World Cups. I mean, this woman is a beast, right? In 2017, Taurasi became the WNBA all-time leading scorer and in 2021, she became the first player to surpass 9,000 points. I'm gonna repeat it because it's crazy. 9,000 points! Her pension for scoring in crucial situations has earned her the nickname White Mamba, coined by Kobe Bryant. Taurasi is one of the 11 women to win an Olympic gold medal, an NCAA championship, a FIBA World Cup, and a WNBA championship. And there's so many other women I could talk about, but for the sake of keeping this episode short, I won't have time to do so. That being said, if you're listening on YouTube, drop in the comments below basketball players who inspire you. And I also recommend to check out the amazing highlights of the college level games. I believe that the future of basketball is very bright for women. In terms of rules, as I said before, they differ a little between men's and women's game. For example, the size of the ball is a little bit smaller for women. 
Men's basketball is divided in quarters of 12 minutes for a total of 48 minutes of play. For women, the game is divided in quarters too, but of 10 minutes each, so 40 minutes in total. But otherwise, the rest of the rules are the same. So for each game, there is 10 players on the court, five for each team. These five people have different roles, so you have usually two forwards, two guards, and one center, who generally is the tallest person on the team. The forecourt is a team's basket, and the backcourt is the opponent's basket. Points are scored every time a ball is thrown into the basket, and the winner is the team with the higher score. So teams can score one, two, or three points. So if the ball is thrown from behind the three-point line, then the team gets three points. And if it's inside, it's two points. And if it's a free throw, it's one point. By the way, a free throw is awarded when there's a foul and no defensive action can occur until the shooter releases the ball from her hands. The game clock stops when fouls are committed, which usually happens when there is contact with a player rather than the ball or an inappropriate blocking or stealing of the ball. After six personal fouls, players are eliminated from play for the rest of the game. Usually the offense loses possession for traveling with the ball which happens when one of the players runs with the ball without steady dribbling. Uh, players also lose possession of the ball if they double dribble, which is when they bounce the ball with their two hands. And there's other illegal moves that can make a team lose possession that I won't ex explain here, but you can check that out if you want. There's a countdown timer called the shot clock used to tell players how much time they have to shoot the ball. The shot clock is used because basketball is supposed to be a fast-paced game. The set amount of time in basketball is 24 to 35 seconds depending on the league. So in the case of the NBA and WNBA, it's 24 seconds. And that's all for today. If you found this content interesting and you're on YouTube, please like and subscribe to my channel. And if you are on any podcast platform, feel free to share this episode with your friends. Now that you know about basketball, let's keep learning about sports with the Athletes Voices.